Everyone and welcome to Race Time Radio. Here we go, your national two-hour motorsports show, all live from the Race Time Radio studio, right here in uh, good old home Sound, Ontario, but live on Sirius XM Channel One Sixty Seven Canada Talks. And I'm joined, of course, with Joe Jr. What's going on tonight there, Joe? Hey, it sounds different in here. Yeah, a little bit echoey, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit, but I think it's going to sound all right oh, out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. We, uh, you did a little bit of work out here in the studio. I'd took, say. Took all the soundboards down and getting ready for, for a big move and oh, yeah. all, the, all the great things. Uh, there's going to be a new Race Time Radio studio coming up. Uh, there's yeah. going to be lots of cool things happening in the new year, uh, but uh, in in the new year on the other side, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're already in, we're the, already new in the new year. Um, but yeah, no, lots of uh, lots of cool stuff happening. There oh. was, uh, you know, I followed over the course of the weekend. Uh, of course, there was uh, the Rolex Twenty Four practice that was going on down there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There was a ton of of posts. Over the course of the weekend, there was a lot of uh, iRacing 24-hour events that happened this weekend. Really? Uh, with lots of Canadian guys, uh, you know, participating in, in various forms of, of iRacing esports um, races um, that were housed at Daytona on, on the iRacing uh, simulation program. And, and uh, you know, by the sounds of it, uh, one of the biggest ones of the weekend, uh, Caden Lapsovich and uh, Trayton Lapsovich mm. went to victory lane with... With uh, Parker Retzlaff, uh, who is another competitor in the uh, NASCAR K and N series or ARCA series down in, in the U.S. Right, and uh, yeah, lots lots of really cool stuff happening over the course of the weekend and, and last week as well. Man, last week's show really stirred the pot. <laughs> there was a lot of talk about uh, all the different things that uh, that we talked about last week, and and uh, uh, lots of interesting feedback and and uh, lots of stuff learned. Well, you know what? That's the way the rumor mill goes. Right. Uh, and all we're doing is talking about what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that, that's what we're hearing. And then we try and confirm stuff and get stuff uh, sort of set out correct the right way. Sure. Uh, there is more of that, more of that this week after looking at tentative schedules. Yes. Some tentative stuff there again, rumor mill, but the stuff I'm sort of seeing looks like we got same races on same dates in some spots. Going to be interesting, to say the least. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Be. Maybe there's, some big ticket items coming up. There's going to be some real big ticket items across Ontario um, coming up uh, with some national stuff combined with some regional stuff. Um, really exciting stuff. Could be. Yeah. It's, Could be. Uh, uh, looking at, uh, you know, obviously we've seen the APC schedule come out. Um, yes, you know, that has week. been announced. Um, and, you know, there's there's been lots of talk on, on some crossover events or some bridged events, um, you know, towards the beginning of the year and then as well towards the end of the year um, where you're going to see the APC series potentially with some other big name series, Um paired up so it, well, we'll those, see. those seem like pretty big events i so, would say um 
tell tell you tell me you don't want to be at those events. Well, They're race gonna fans big. are going to want to start saving their shuckles. I'll tell you if they want to go see one of those events. Absolutely, they are going to be expensive to get in. Potentially, that's yeah. all potentially. Yeah. We haven't got official schedules in our hand. No, other than the APC one. Yes, we're still waiting for a few other shoes to drop, so yes, to speak. Absolutely right. But let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. Uh, no rumors involved in what we got coming up tonight. Uh, we're going to kick it all off here shortly with a guy that is getting ready to go for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. He's going to be one of the Canadians in the field. Of course, a real good friend of Race Time Radio, Raphael Lazard, is going to join us. Uh, checking out Raphael's Twitter page. Having a look, I could see his new lid. He's got it all painted up, ready to go for his truck ride. He's going to be in the number 24, Junior, for GMS. Yeah, it's big news uh, you know, that came out, uh, I guess it was back in November now, right? December. Uh, early December. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with Raphael Assard jumping in, of course, last year full-time uh, with KBM and, and uh you know, really was part of the Toyota camp all the way through, um, you know, with uh, with DGR Crosley, with their, their late model and super late model program. And then, you know, moving over, uh, doing some KBR stuff uh, in the late models and then as well in, in the Arca series and, and then moving over into the uh, NASCAR Camper World Truck Series with KBM. Um, really, a lot of people pointed at that as being, you know, a, a prominent fixture or, or Raphael being a prominent fixture in the Toyota racing development you know, uh, hierarchy <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and in, in the development side of, of Toyota, um, really caught a lot of people off guard, uh, seeing the news come out in December that, uh, he's going to be jumping into a GMS Chevrolet, uh, for 2021. Uh, and you know, there's been a tremendous amount of positives that have came from this. Um, and, and, you know, really seeing Raphael, towards the end of last year really come to life his career kind of took a big turn when he got the big win at talladega um you know re- had some really good runs in the kbm equipment um but really we seen him have some great runs yep. throughout the 2020 season and you know when you look at the speed that gms had yeah, oh yeah. um last year uh, and and really, what they look to have heading into this year, mm. um, it could be a really potent connection between Raphael and GMS. Uh, I know there's a tremendous amount of Canadians that are excited to to see him uh, get a shot like this. Not to say that he didn't have a shot with KBM. He was oh, in really yeah. good stuff. He was in you know partnered up with with Kyle Busch and a number and of all of those place, great things. Second place finishes exactly. and uh, definitely got a win in the Super Speedway. Going to head back to Daytona Super Speedway. Yep, and and he had some great runs, uh, but really wasn't in the A truck. For right. KBM, right? right? Um, he was in the B truck, no matter how you looked at it, on, on the performance side and seemed to be that way. And when you look at the 24 truck, of course, what Brett Moffat just stepped out of um, in, in the GMS side, um, big shoes to fill, but also a really prominent ride in the Camper World Truck Series. And, and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. Oh, I'm excited to hear from him live tonight on Race Time. We will hear from Raphael Lazard in uh, just a few short moments. Uh, some big news uh, for, for Canada, uh, for Canadian race teams. Now, I don't care whether you're in a four-cylinder car, whether you're running all the way up into NASCAR Pinties, all points in between from B.C., all the way out to Newfoundland, all tracks, all representation, all the way through. 
this tonight. You don't want to miss this. David Lloyd is going to join us. Robbie Thompson also going to step in there with him for a few moments. Uh, but David Lloyd is with Quickwick. And Quickwick, uh, best, world's best fire starter, is going to be on the air tonight. And they're going to announce a major, major initiative that they are going to fire up right away. And it involves absolutely uh, every short track team coast to coast here in Canada. And, uh, it, well, I, I say every team is, uh, is going to be eligible to apply. And we're going to get more about this tonight with David Lloyd here on the program. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you, you look at short track racing and, and uh, I've heard it a million times. You've heard it a million times. And every every driver and team out there has said this a million times. Why don't we see more corporate involvement from from, you know, corporate Canada? in in or on the racetrack at a at a right. Saturday night level and uh this this here is is pretty groundbreaking and uh I'm really excited to uh to hear all the details and and to cover off all the details of course we've learned about it off air um I'm telling you it's exciting well it's we just really got exciting. the news here shortly not, not too long ago but I guaranteed this is going to excite race teams and like I say if you're a four cylinder guy uh, even a mini stock mini stock uh uh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter what you race on a short track here in Canada, uh, whether you're in B.C., Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, just about forgot them, Ontario, Quebec, all the way across the country, all the way out to Newfoundland. Listen up. You don't want to miss this tonight. Also on the program, how about it? A couple-time NASCAR Pindy Series champion. We got the number 17, Castrol Edge Dodge. Time for a little check-in with DJ Kennington. Guy, you're kind of familiar with their junior. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be uh, it'll be good to get DJ on the air. We'll talk about uh, you know obviously you know what last season was. There was a lot of real real positives that jumped out uh, off the page uh, for DJK, and and uh, we'll also talk about a little bit of he- stuff heading into uh, 2021, and and uh, what we can expect to see roll out of that camp. And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of real positive things that are happening uh, with DJK Racing, um, and you know, off off the air, <laughs> it, there's been a lot of stuff happen uh, that uh, that really excites me as as a member of the team. Uh, it, it's just it's all bright stars in the future for DJK Racing, well, and uh, it, I'm I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, what what gets me is this time of the year now. Over the last few years, DJ has been preparing for Daytona and the Daytona 500. He did that a couple years in a row consecutively. Had good runs down there, represented Canada well. Well, this year with COVID, of course, that won't be happening. At least I don't believe it'll be happening. Uh, we will check with DJ. You never know. Maybe he's going to go down there, do it, come home and quarantine for 14 days. But uh, I don't believe he's going to do that. What does that do for his NASCAR Pindies program and his plans for 2021? That's going to really jumpstart everything because he's not focused in on Daytona now for, you know, the, 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 the last month and a half, so to speak. And then a couple of weeks after the Daytona 500, before he starts preparing, now, now DJ will have all the way from the end of the checkered flag last year to the beginning of the green flag this year, 100% focused in. And he always has been on that Castrol Dodge but there's no doubt you can't be in two places at the same time and do the same job. This could be a big year for DJK. Yeah, absolutely. But when you look at, you know, the the overall grand scheme of things, 
Um, he, for the past, you know, five seasons, um, you know, leading up to COVID, lead, leading up to 2020, uh, DJ had, had had two or three teams ready to go full time, um, you know, and, and oh, had yeah. everything ready to go, um, you know, leading into the season. Last year, of course, he had DJ and, and as well, Jason White drove, drove a handful of races. Kenny Fourth drove one. Um, but, but last year's schedule really just short track ovals, right? Yeah. Uh, used, yeah, yeah. used only two cars um, and, and really left the season with no, with no actual damage. Right. Right. Um, it left the season with, you know, bumps and scrapes in the cars, right. but Minor. no, no damage. Um, and, and really heading into last season, you know, we covered it off in, in the springtime of 2020, uh, DJ was in a better spot as a race team than he had ever been in the past. Uh, just had the cars ready to go, had, you know, both, both his team and Andrew Ranger's team turnkey ready to go and was working on R and D side. Right. And, you know, last season, of course, with no championship, quote unquote, no points. And and it was a little bit of a different ball game. Um, no national points, if you will. Right? right. It was a different different style of championship model that we ran under. Um, but heading into last season, he was in a better place. And he even said it, you know, rolling into Sunset, rolling into Flamborough. There was stuff that he wanted to work on. Uh, because both of those tracks are so different from Jucasa mm. um, that that he really wanted to try and and really wanted to kind of fiddle with to get his program ready for when the green flag dropped for a true cross the country trip again. Right, and you know we seen that last year uh, kind of come to fruition. Tried some stuff that didn't work and and got a chance to to really cross some stuff off the bucket list on setup stuff. Um, but then he went back to basics and kind of uh, incorporated the stuff that he learned. And at Jucasa last year, he was untouchable. He was really fast in both races and, and ended up going to victory lane in, in the final race of the year. Uh, but but really interesting that he is in such an amazing place right now. The cars are, are fully done. They're ready to go. Ah. He's working on hot rods and dyno and engines and doing stuff that is not pertaining to his Pinty's program because it is so done. Right. It, Right. The 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 check marks are in every box, uh, so he's in a really cool place. He's doing some R and D stuff and changing stuff around and and uh, really working towards what we can see in in twenty twenty one and and that's dangerous news for the competition. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be for the NASCAR Penny Series. We will speak with DJ Kennington uh, in hour number two. Also in hour number two. A guest I am really off the chip to talk to, uh, Dick Mahoney. I've known Dick for years. Uh, knew him in his Can-Am midget days when I was uh, the owner at Sobble Speedway and always looked forward to uh, seeing Dick in that car. Uh, Dick went on from Can-Am midgets, uh, went on to have a, a long-storied career in a sprint car. Uh, also, uh, how about a USAC sprint uh, he also did the Silver Crown car. Uh, he's got both. And you would have seen them on, on the release if you happen to have seen it. Uh, Dick Mahoney going to join the show tonight. I uh, don't know whether Dick is going to be able to race this year, but I know he's got the thirst to race again this year. Started all the way back uh, in a 1942 car when he first started racing. And I'm not talking Canadian Vintage Modifieds. I'm talking it was the car of the day back then at Pinecrest Speedway. Dick Mahoney is going to join our show tonight live. And I know we all look forward to hearing from 
uh, Dickie, and uh, we all look forward to hearing from all these guests tonight. We're going to do that right after break number one. And who's going to start it all off but Raphael Lazard, the GMS number 24 in the NASCAR Camping World Track Series, all ready to go for Daytona. We'll find out how ready next here on Race Time Radio. We're just getting started. Don't you go anywhere. we got big stuff tonight on Race Time. Hey, race fans. This is Chris Rabby, driver of the CMB Enterprises, number 01 TO Pro Car, listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fired up by Quick Wick Firestarters. Available online at quickwick.com. That's quickwick, Q-W-I-C-K-W-I-C-K.com. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Winter is on the way. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick Quick Fire Starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick Quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickwick.com. Quick Quick Fire Starters. They work. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home great, away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Race time radio to go. And streaming live or on demand. And just like that, we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. So glad you could tune in tonight. Let's get to the hotline, shall we, and bring in guest number one right here tonight. Uh, he is ready to go, I do believe, for Daytona in his NASCAR Camping World Truck Series number 24. 
He's going to be behind the wheel at a super speedway. Of course, coming off the big win at Talladega Super Speedway. Last season, he'll be just ditching to get to Daytona this year. Let's welcome him to the hotline. Driver of the 24, we have Raphael Lazard with us. What's going on, Raph? How you doing? I'm good. What about you? Doing fantastic, man. How are you uh, coming? To, how's everything coming together with the new team? And uh, I see the new lid. Things are looking up. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited uh, for Daytona. I mean, I've been getting ready with my team, new team, new people around me. It's been great. Uh, I just can't wait for it to get started. Uh, it's been uh, a lot of uh, new stuff, uh, trying some new stuff. I, I mean, I've been spending some time with Josh Wise, working on the on the Driver Edge Development Program, just working out, uh, going to the go-kart track, uh, spending as many time behind the wheel as I can during the off-season, and just uh, trying to get all my my body and uh, ready and my mindset for uh, for Daytona. Now, Raphael, when you look at uh, the overall grand scheme of, of 2021, uh, you have a new team, you've got a new number, you've got a new manufacturer, the series changed the name, so do you guys have like a jar set up for every time, like in an interview that you refer to it as a Toyota, or refer to it as a Gander Mountain <laughs> RV truck series, or or that uh, you're driving for KBM or GMS, or, or like, do you have like a jar set up where you, where you put like five bucks in, and every time you, you mess one of those up? <laughs> no, I don't, because hopefully I don't mess one up. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, uh, I've been used to saying uh, Toyota the last few years, but now I, I moved to Chevrolet, so I'm really excited about that. But hopefully, uh, it's just like, it's just like uh, every year on my birthday, I'm so used to, uh, like last year when I turned 19, I was so used to saying 18. Uh, it took me two months to get used to it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's I still call it the Craftsman Truck Series sometimes. So it's <laughs> it's just the way that it is, right? It's you know you you get used to saying something, and and uh, you know I hear old guys all the time call it the Bush Series still, right? Call the Xfinity yeah, Series exactly. the Bush Series, but it's uh, it's definitely a lot to to think about. Now switching into you know twenty twenty one as as a new season heading in. It, you you had great success last year. There was a lot of momentum. There was a lot of positive momentum. What are you most excited about jumping into the GMS side of things? Uh, is, is it performance-related? Is it team-related? What, what's the most exciting portion of, of rolling into 2021? I mean, it's just uh, a lot of things are going to be new. New manufacturer with Chevy, new people around me, new team, GMS Racing. Uh, working with a new crew chief, uh, Chad Walters. I'm really excited. He seems to have a lot of experience, and uh, he knows what he's doing. So I think he's going to help me a bunch, working with Josh Wise uh, to get me a better driver, make me a better driver. I think that's going to help me a ton this year. And I'm just really excited uh, to go to different racetrack. I mean, uh, we're going to do dirt, uh, road course, uh, oval, short track, uh, super speedway. So this, you're going to have to be uh, good in anything uh, to to be to have some success in that championship, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to be excited to see you come home this year too, and have a race at uh, CTMP, of course, the Silverado 250 weekend 
is our crown jewel event up here in Canada, uh, the ultimate NASCAR weekend where we get to see the Pinty Series and the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And Raphael will be back up here in Canada. Raphael, you got a nice-looking sponsor on that helmet, too, I might add. Uh, looking good for Daytona. You're going to be well-deckled up. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, uh, all facts just done a good job on the, on my new helmet for sure. I, I'm really excited and again, thanks everyone at Canac uh, for the support again. They're going to be on the truck at Daytona so uh, I, c- I can't wait. Uh, the white truck looks really good with Canac on, on it and we should be able to see it really well on TV. <laughs> now, uh, you haven't done any testing, of course. No testing for the trucks before Daytona, but the ARCA cars were on the racetrack. GMS had some participation out there at Daytona. Anything you can take away from that ARCA test that's going to help that truck? I mean, I didn't go to the ARCA test, but uh, a little bit. I mean, watching videos and just uh, looking at what people say, but uh, the ARCA drives a lot different than the truck uh, on a super speedway, and they drive differently. Uh, I feel like the ARCA, it's really hard to break the bubble to get to the other pe- guy in front of you's bumper. So uh, I think uh, trucks is a, a, little, a, a little bit different. And I'm just uh, watching some film from Talladega, Daytona last year, uh, trying to get ready and understand the air a little bit better. But I think uh, uh, I was I had it figured out, I think, at, at Talladega last year. So it's, uh, it's there's a little bit of luck in those races, and you got to be at the right spot at the right time. So just got to be uh, patient and keep your, your truck in one piece for the end of the race. Absolutely. Now, you did get a chance to get out and do a little bit of testing in a modified. I know it's not it's not a NASCAR-sanctioned deal, but you got to go play in the dirt a little bit. Had you spent any time in a modified on the dirt side before, Raphael, uh, or or is, is it a brand-new experience for you on on, uh, on spending some time on dirt? Uh, I had tested one time, one afternoon uh, in, Ca- in Quebec at RPM Speedway okay. three years ago on dirt. Uh, but th- this time with a, those type of race car, like mo- those modify, it was my first time, and it was uh, it was awesome. It, we're just trying to get ready uh, for Bristol Dirt and Knoxville because uh, we want to be uh, we want to perform there. And GMS, uh, I can thank them enough for making that that possible yesterday and being able to go practice for a full day and try different cars and. Uh, the the racetrack was a uh, was a lot of fun and I I mean I like it I like it sideways like that it's it's a lot of fun I would say just don't don't go through the turns at Daytona sideways like that <laughs> well, it's right good practice oh, probably not at Daytona. <laughs> tell us tell us a little bit about the different cars that you did drive uh, now you did get to a chance to the, the photos that we seen there was just a couple photos on your social uh, but but they were like a, an IMCA style dirt modified, right? Um, it, it did, what other kinds of cars did you get a chance to, to turn some laps in? Uh, in the dirt, I mean, uh, uh, yesterday it was all, all only those modified like okay. you saw on my social media. Yep. Uh, but there were four of them, and they were all a little bit different. So we, we were, I was just trying to try them all and adjust my driving style. Uh, I mean, you want to get better. I want to get better at adjusting to anything I jump in. So it's good to go back and forth and 
trying different cars so I can so I can uh, adjust differently every time. But yeah, before that, I, I drove a, a Sportsman, uh, which is uh, kind of what Stuart Friesen does, but with a 602 engine, a crate engine. Uh, I wish it was uh, like the big block modifier like he runs, but... <laughs> Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, if there's anything we've learned about you, Raphael Lazard, you are a quick learner in whatever you get in. Uh, I just look and point at the NASCAR Pinty Series. You hadn't been in one of those cars. Presto, you get in, you hit victory lane. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I mean, uh, I think this year is going to help me a lot at uh, developing skill, at adjusting even quicker to new cars or different type of race car uh working with josh wise we're always trying to adjust differently trying different uh, goal cards every time we jump on the racetrack we're never with the same goal card almost uh so it's just uh trying to to get better at adjusting quicker which is probably going to make me a better driver during the race so i can adjust to different situations better so are you working on your 10 now, obviously down south? Have you been in the GMS shop and be fitted into your 24 truck, or are you still working on that? Oh, yeah, I've been there. Uh, now, right now, I'm in Morrison, North Carolina. I've been to the shop at GMS. I sat in my truck, got fitted, uh, got my seat for, and I, I'm ready to go. I mean, it's, it's really fun uh, working with those guys, and the truck looks beautiful. It looks fast, too, so... I'm ready. <laughs> ah, that's the way to have it. Now, no coming home for you until what? Till CTMP, or do you get a chance to come home and see the family uh, before CTMP rolls around? Oh, probably. I probably won't get a chance to come back home uh, because of uh, the quarantine before uh, CTMP. Uh, hopefully, everything come back to normal soon, uh, sooner than later, uh, and we I can come back home pretty soon. Uh, when I get a break, but uh, or off weekend, it's always uh, fun to go hang out with the family and see uh, see my my sister and my girlfriend, my parents. It, it always it's always fun, but I probably won't get the chance this year, just like last year. Yeah, what well, we'll be we'll be watching you. You can guarantee that you're not going to be able to do too much without all of us knowing exactly what you're doing. Any word yet down there, Raphael? Any word on vaccine, on maybe when the team gets a vaccination? Uh, any forecast in that? Because uh, I know up here in Canada, things are going to start rolling. You know, next month may be a little soft. But uh, from what I can hear on CBC, here in Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, he said things are going to start rolling. He's going to have 400 million uh, uh, doses of that vaccine in Canada by the end of March. You know it's not going to take long to vaccinate all of us loony Canadians up here. So, any word down there on when you could potentially be vaccinated? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard about it yet. Honestly, I haven't been watching uh, the TV that much since I got back because uh, I've been so busy getting ready. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, it can come uh, the sooner the better. Because we, we want to get back to normal and go go see the fans at the racetrack, uh, go to CTMP. Uh, last year, it, w- it was pretty sad that they, they postponed it to uh, this year, or they they canceled it. They canceled it last year, so that was uh, pretty sad to see. But hopefully we can do it this year. It's on the schedule, so uh, it's all, always fun to go back to Canada in front of all my fans there and 
Hopefully they can enjoy a good show this year there. Well, you're going to have a pile of fans in the United States of America, too. I can guarantee it, Raphael. You're a talented young individual. I know you're from Canada, but I know you also love the fans down south. And uh, I seen a cool thing on CNN just the other day, and they've set up Charlotte Motor Speedway as a uh, drive through real quick vaccination center. Now, I know they're waiting for more vaccine to come in, but keep your eye on Charlotte Motor Speedway as one of the partners down south that is going to vaccinate a lot of people. The doctor that was on CNN did a tremendous job. He said, man, you want to partner with somebody to get a lot of vaccines done? Uh, partner up with the Speedway. Charlotte Motor Speedway is one of those partners. And uh, they sort of did a little bit of videotape. Looks like a pretty cool setup the way they've got it down there. I'm going to have to look into it. I mean, uh, I'm not too far from there. So we'll see uh, what happens. But uh, I just... Uh with, uh, I just hope everyone is staying safe and uh, staying healthy. And hopefully, I just hope uh, we can all go back to normal because it's, uh, it's always better to have some uh, people in the stands at the racetrack, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait, my friend. Uh, it's going to be dynamite, Raphael. You get ready for that truck race. Uh, I know we are coming off the trip for it at Daytona. Uh, we'll follow you, all, uh, follow you along on social media. You can do that. Uh, you're on Twitter. Facebook, all of that. Are you on Instagram too? Yeah, yeah, uh, all of that. Uh, I mean, you you gotta be on that stuff uh, these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be everywhere, don't you? And you gotta be in that truck at Daytona. Uh, go out there, win it. Don't forget to tuck that Canadian flag underneath the left cheek, right? So when you get in Victor Lane, you can pull it out. <laughs> All right, all right. Sounds good, Sounds Raphael. Good. Thanks so much for the time. We surely appreciate it on race time. Go get him, man. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Raphael Lazard, watch for him. Junior, that is going to be one of our shining lights along with, uh, of course, we can't forget about Stu Friesen. Uh, I've seen you with uh, something on Twitter. Did Stu win a race? No, he oh, didn't. He didn't. I thought it was him standing no, in the victory I, lane. I took a, uh, I took a jab at Stuart. Oh, is it that was, what it was? It was a jab. Little and he tickle? Never, even, Little never tickle. even responded to me. Yeah. I see how it is, Stuart. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, we had him on the program and, and talking about the Dirt Late Model program that uh, he had put together. And, and uh, of course, we said, I said on here, I said, you got to beat Kyle Larson because oh, that's yeah. just the way that it is. You, you guys the, are both dirt guys. There's a high one. And, uh, of course, Dirt Kyle Larson goes to victory lane and Rumley's number six. Right. And uh, Stuart Friesen was not in victory lane. Uh, that was this past weekend uh, for, for the Lucas Oil Dirt Modifieds or Dirt Late Models, um, you know, for, for the, the first couple of nights, uh, you know, down there in Florida. So, uh, but... Stuart, if if you're ever listening, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm extremely sorry about the jab. It was unprofessional, sure but it are. was funny. Sure you are. You're <laughs> real sad, I bet. That's okay. Don't you worry. When Stewie hits victory lane, he's going right. to say, "Hey there, big boy." That's right. Yeah, yeah. look at me. Yeah. That's right. No, and, it was cool though to see to see Kyle Larson his second win in his like fifth start. Um, if that you know in in a dirt late model, uh, that's pretty pretty damn cool. Absolutely. We're gonna hit our break early right now. We're gonna hit it because the news is so big. On the other side of this break, David Lloyd from Quick Quick is going to join us. So is Robbie Thompson. Um, and you're not going to believe the news. If you are a short track race team in Canada, you want to listen up. Don't you move a muscle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, 
Hi, race fans. This is Andrew Grizzell, driver of the number 81 Sobble Falls Late Mall, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick. They work. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families people you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchat. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you close. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. I think I like it too. Live tonight on Race Time Radio. My Joey Vinegar. I got him in there again, man. Uh, that song stuck in my head. I think I like it too. Okay, uh, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And we have got some major, major news to uh, bring to you tonight on Race Time Radio. And to do that, we are going to bring in two guests. That's right, two, not just one. We are going to bring two at the same time. Uh, I haven't done this in quite a while. I think the last time we did this, Junior, we had Kyle Larson on the show, and we took a call at the same time, and we had both of them work here. Great. We're going to try it again tonight. But first of all, let's welcome in David Lloyd. He is with Quick Wick, uh, the world's best fire starter, I might add. And uh, let's bring him on the hotline. What's going on, David? How you doing? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time Radio. And man, oh man, have you guys got some huge news. Uh, you've been lighting the lamp, I might add, in motorsports. You and Frank Wall and 
Absolutely, everybody, a quick, quick. But this here is next-level stuff, my friend. i got to say that. You know, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's uh, It's been a work in progress. It's kind of a vision of Frank, and uh, we uh, we kind of put pen to paper and kind of ironed everything out to kind of make sure that it's it's true to motorsports across Canada. And, and you know what? And also with Quick Quick, it's all about corporate responsibility. We've got a great product. Uh, we want to announce tonight uh, with you guys uh, that uh, we uh, are officially in a partner now, and Sobeys Canada has come on board. Uh, with all their stores and independent stores. Uh, we've got Eaton Drug Company in the Maritimes that's working with Robbie and the guys in the Maritimes. So QuickWix is now available in, you know, I would say estimated in probably about 3,500 retail stores in, across Canada. And, you know, we were really, really, really excited about this, and we wanted to uh, do something that we could give back to the motorsport community, you know, and, and everything filters from the teams to the tracks, and then, you know, eventually the, the main people that we want to approach and make, you know, and make happy is our race fans. So we're really pleased about what we're going to share with you guys tonight. Absolutely. And uh, i got to tell you, that the, the, the program that you've got laid out now, I said off the top of the show, this literally involves absolutely anybody with the race team across Canada from B.C. to uh, Newfoundland. And I wasn't absolutely. kidding. There, there is a way. Now, not every race team, but... Uh, every race team is eligible to apply, and I'm going to leave the rest up to you, David Lloyd. Can you uh, roll out this package? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So what we did is we kind of looked at, you know, uh, our brand across the country, and obviously, as you know, Frank, last year for our 220 program, and obviously us partnering up with NASCAR and the Pinty Series and the Whaling Series in the U.K. and Europe and so forth, we obviously looked at an ROI on that like any business would, but we also, this is not about an ROI, guys. This is really about just doing something where I think race teams really need that, especially coming through 220 and COVID and, and, and all the uncertainties going into 221. So um, what we're doing is, is basically we're announcing tonight um, on an application basis, and there is some due diligence that's done by, by our QuickWicks team, and, and Robbie Thompson has been so instrumental in, and sort of filling in the blanks and qualifying and processing it and so forth. But we're announcing tonight that if a grassroots racing team or of any level of any class across Canada is looking for help, what QuickWicks is going to do is we are going to be a supporter of them, and we are going to send them in excess of $5,000 per team in QuickWick product that they can turn around and sell. There's no cost to them. But it's also a little bit of grinding, a little bit of effort, but it's a revenue stream for them. And there's, you know, there's a very small brand placement that we're asking for. And, you know, and teams, as we talk to them, they'll see it. But it's really about giving them an opportunity. They've got fan base. They've got social media. They've got all these amazing uh, you know, venues and, and tracks that they're, they're part of. And, and, and at the end of the day, when they sell this stuff, there will be a QuickBook Racing Team Ambassadors $5,000 a product to sell their fan base and so on and so forth, which puts money right back into their product. And it's an evergreen pro promo, too. So we're not committing just to that amount. If they sell through that and they want to get more money and more revenue, we've got accentuating programs that will enhance that as an ongoing program for the year. So it's really as much as you want to make. We'll support you and we'll help you with that. But I don't think there's anybody in the corporate world, in the racing community right now, that's basically wanting to touch 
whoever they can, help whoever they can. And that's all we're doing is we want to help the grassroots programs across Canada. These are tough times, and, and there's a lot of cars in shops right now that are saying, like, five grand would just get us out to the racetrack and we back on the track. If you're back on the track, the purses go up, the tracks are happy, track promoters are happy, and then fans come. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what it is. It's a, it's a very simplistic program. Uh, the shout-out, all i got to do is just flip me an email, and we can touch it on the end of the program. Just send me an email at dave at quickwick.com. We'll send them the application and kind of the guidelines, and uh, away we go. Now, you know, obviously we're not going to look at trying to sponsor 5,000 race teams across Canada. We're trying to be selective at tracks and, and certain classes and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But we're there to work with everybody. And then to enhance the program, too, we're working with Dan Bailey and the guys at Epic Racewear, and we're going to create a quick look apparel line for these teams so the guys can basically have a apparel line that has no cost to them. People can go to the website and, and, and support the 22 team or the, you know, whatever team they are, and they'll have a little mock-up and graphics and, and, and merchandise that they can sell also. So, it's you know, QuickWits is basically trying to give these guys, you know, a marketing support, um, you know, on a bigger scale from, 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 a, from a retail and a sponsor partner and, and working hand-to-hand. And it's no different than, you know, hey, Chase Elliott still has to go to Napa stores Monday to, Monday to Wednesday before he heads to the track on Thursday and do his grinding and doing his, his sponsorship work. So this is not a lot of work, but it's, it's a big reward for them. And I think it will help. I, you know, I, what do you think? Oh, I, I, th- th- this is tremendous news. A great way to involve teams right across Canada. Uh, the, you know, teams that want to roll up their sleeves and dig in uh, and work together with a sponsor. Uh, I, I don't think you could ask for much better than what you guys have rolled out here tonight on Race Time. Also want to welcome into the show Robbie Thompson. He is out in the Maritimes, of course, part of this program. Robbie, what's going on? You're with us. Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? Look at that. The mother, look at the technology i got it working so far. <laughs> Robbie, uh, this is truly huge news. Uh, you've been part of this, and you kept that between your lips, my friend. Uh, congratulations on doing that. Yeah, yeah, lips were sealed. It's a big thing. And then, uh, you know, Frank and Dave and I have worked really hard and some other people and with Dave being the CMO and stuff, we just couldn't leak it out until tonight. But, you know, it's big, big, exciting news right across the country. I mean, there's a lot of short tracks, grassroots teams that, that that's really going to help out. And, and that's what it's all about. You know, Frank wants to, you know, put back to, to the motorsports community and get everybody up and running and, and get that coming in hot, quick, quick, hot out there and get it across the nation. You know, Robbie, I think back into your days, I can relate to it. Of course, you were here in Ontario. I followed you through, I'd say, 99.9% of your racing career. That's not over yet, I might add. Uh, We still got to see you in that IWK 250, but I digress. Uh, What would you have done with a program like this that rolls out across Canada back when you were in your heyday looking for sponsorship on your race car? Oh, it'd be great. I mean, it's it's. $5,000, $5,000, I mean, is, is a pretty decent sponsorship. And for a lot of Saturday night grassroots short tracks, I mean, you take a look from a mini stock to a super stock to a to a pro late model to anything out there. We're going to look at everything in every class and, and all different tracks. And I mean, 5000 bucks to some guys is going to be an awful lot of money, and they're going to be pretty excited to get it. Dave Lloyd, you're with us as well. Quick, quick. Uh, Dave, you're going to geographically lay this out across the country. Of course, you want it to make sense across the country. Uh, so are you going to evenly do it province to province, or how have you guys sort of decided what you're going to do that way? You know, that's a, that's a great question, uh, Joe. Uh, basically, what we want to do is 
Um, the application that comes through will give me a good flavor. And Robbie, and we have kind of a committee that, that kind of reviews everybody collectively, so it's not just, uh, uh, you know, uh, somebody that we know per se. But, I mean, basically we just want to see who's going to hustle and who's going to be a great quick-wick ambassador. And who needs it? It's also times, you know, like you don't have to have a big box race shop with a fancy trailer and all that stuff. I mean, if you've got, you know, a fan base and you've got people that, that, that will support that team, because we're, we're creating that. We want to be, we want to be very transparent. It's about quick wicks, obviously, but we want to be transparent and give them an opportunity to go out and make revenue to get them back onto the tracks. Cause I really think in my, in my heart of hearts, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a challenge for a lot of grassroots teams. So. There's no qualifying process, guys. It's we'll have a conversation with them, we'll talk to them, we'll weed through them, and we'll make sure that we're we're you know we're we're supporting the ones that that that, that kind of come across as a really good quick wick ambassador. I, I think that's kind of you know the Coles notes of it. Dave, you guys have been uh, well. Frank, Frank kicked it all off. Frank Wall, the uh, owner of Quick Wick. Kicked it all off, I would say, last spring, getting involved with the NASCAR Pinty Series and then onward and upward into motorsports here in the province of Ontario. That's how I got turned on to Quick Wick. Uh, but you guys are no stranger, man. you got a lot of race teams already. Uh, I look at London Recreational uh, and, and the support you're doing, not only in short track racing, but snowcross. And, uh, you know, you guys got a lot of programs right. going. Uh, and, and good Absolutely. on you. Absolutely. Yeah, tell us more about the programs that you got going. So basically, with our we, we, what we what we quantify as our factory teams that that have been with us from day one with Frank, and these are relationships that Frank has started, and and Robbie and I have, have sort of uh, uh, massaged and helped along the way. London Recreational Products, LRR Racing, uh, we're working really close with Mike and, and his team uh, at LRR. Are, and, uh, you know, Mike's double dipping and, and started to put the tacky pool plug in for Mike, but they do make incredible pools. Um, Mike has got a world cross, world class snowmobile team, race snowcross team with, you know, Blake Taylor, uh, Taylor Stewart, Dallas Ruff Robinson. I love that name. You know, uh, Creighton and Victoria Dillon, unbelievable spokespersons and ambassadors for our product. And then, of course, Mike's got his, you know, his oval asphalt star car program with Kelly Balsam and Amanda and, and on and on and on. Mike is just, you know, a great ambassador. Um, you know, he's out there just, you know, supporting. He's kind of supporting the program we're announcing today. Mike's already been doing it. Mike's been doing that for many, many years with LLR. Anyone that walks through the pits, and Robbie was kind of one of the one of the guys that said, like, just unbelievable and told me some of the stories. And, you know, Mike and I have gotten together a few times now. And, you know, so we're really pleased with that. And then, of course, on top of that, our corporate factory teams or our factory race teams, we've got Scott Steckley at 22 Racing. We're really proud. We're really excited to be working with him. And Kyle, you had him on last week in his late model program. You know, obviously, Scott's one of the most, uh, you know, decorated, uh, you know, races we have in, in the Pinty series and on and on. And then, so we're working with Scott on a development program with, with, with Kyle. We're putting a program together to, to try to continue that momentum with Trey Lapovich with his amazing second place last year in the first inaugural race at Pinty's last year. Um, you know, so we're really, really, really happy. And of course, you know, Scott's got programs with, with Chandler Smith coming up at, at, at CMT P and, and Stuart Friesen in the Pinty's dirt race this year. So there's a really, really, there's some great synergy there. And then, you know, last but not least, and, and is, is, is Robbie in the RTR racing program for the legend cars is a factory, uh, 
is one of our factory teams and, and doing the legend cars. And, and Robbie, maybe you can kind of tickle on what you're doing out there with that. Yeah, we're going to run our in-house legends program. I'm going to run a bunch and then we're going to have some, uh, we're going to have some celebrity drivers uh, to be named at a later date. People are, that are going to drop into the cars and run some races. And then, uh, Andrew Lively is going to run, he'll run some races for us in the corporate car. And he's also, uh, got a sportsman deal with Quickwick. So, uh, for his, for his, um, sportsman division out here so we're building the fan base out here building the uh building the race teams from the ground up and uh after tonight's announcement i'm sure we'll be getting all kinds of applications to build throughout the maritimes with the rest of the people absolutely if you're just tuned in to race time radio welcome aboard we have david lloyd from quick wick the world's uh, best fire starter also got robbie thompson out there in the maritimes uh he is joining us in here of course going to be instrumental in the program that Quick Quick just rolled out tonight on Race Time Radio. Going to go right from BC all the way out to the Rock and uh, uh, truly an inspiring program. Uh, you, you'll want to pick up one of those applications. You can do it. Just uh, email uh, Dave at Quick Quick. We will have all the links and everything else all uh, on Race Time Radio. And of course, you can get them through Quick Quick. Um, but it's truly uh, great news for short track. Uh, teams right across Canada. You don't want to miss your opportunity to get involved with this one. Robbie, it isn't just race teams here. Uh, also big news on the race track front. Uh, you guys are getting involved with speedways too, and you got a big one. Yeah, David Land, a big one. Go ahead, David, and, and unveil that one as well. Yeah, so we, uh, it was funny because, uh, Joe, you guys had, you guys had Blake Outhouse on the other night, and it was so funny because I'm sure Blake was biting his tongue, but Quick <laughs> um, Quicks is really excited. We finalized a deal last week with Blake and Blake Outhouse at Southern Ontario, <coughs> excuse me, Motor Speedway. And uh, so Quick Quicks is now the uh, title sponsor of the track for 221. And um, for their 50th anniversary, they've, they're spending a ton of money and they've got a great program there, you know, for, for Western Ontario, Southwestern Ontario. It, it's a great fit. I think dirt is, is huge. Uh, I think it's, you know, with, with Pinty's going on it and NASCAR and some of the big boys, uh, it, 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 again, back to the grassroots. So we've got some, uh, so we basically put our hand up as a track title sponsor for 221 with Blake. We're doing some really cool programs throughout the year. We've got two set nights as a hot July night and hot August nights. It'll be quick, quick sponsored. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to funnel that back to support our military and our first responders, Joe. And uh, maybe we can talk a little about that through the summer as we get closer, but you know, it's about giving back, and, and that's really, really important to us. So, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. And one other thing I want to ask is, you know what, we all love Frank Wall, our CEO and founder. Frank just put me a text, and we're going to have some fun tonight. So at the end of the show, we're going to do a little contest on on Facebook. And, and to listeners tonight, we're going to have a, uh, a quick, quick trivia question that's on our Facebook posting to answer a question that I'll ask at the very end of the segment and prizes and people can go on there and answer the question from our show tonight and win a $150 quick wick uh, race time radio prize and second and third will also get some prizes too so i just you know the C- when the ceo texts during the show you got to answer <laughs> oh absolutely awesome stuff get involved with that now uh, they're going to go to the facebook page for quick wick correct that's where they're going to get yeah, the question just go to the so we'll answer right now so the question everybody listening is very simplistic. Go to our Facebook page, and there's a posting already on there that we just flipped up that it says, to answer the question is to tell us who our three 
factory supported race teams are, and the first person that answers wins a prize, which is about $150 with the Quick Look products and Quick Look Racing merchandise. And we also have second and third place prizes also. So we'll Can have I- some fun with that. And that's a Race Time Radio. <coughs> Excuse me. Race Time Radio and a Quick Look kind of little contest night to have some fun. Frank's. Frank's all about putting the effing fun, so we're going to do that tonight. Can I answer? No, I light the fire no. all the. T- I light the fire all the time here. I'm not allowed to answer. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I'm what's, just kidding. Junior, what's going on? You, you haven't talked all night. No, I, I, I'm sitting here listening, man. This is this is a great program. I'm excited. Oh, this is awesome. Listen, guys, you know, on behalf of Quickworks, we are really, 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 really thankful for the support you guys are giving back to motorsports across North America. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we want to, we're working closely with you guys and, and, uh, so I thank you on behalf of all of us on, uh, from Quick Wix, sincerely. Well, absolutely. we, we absolutely Definitely. love Quick Wix. We do, um, I do light the fire every day. Our house is heated with wood. I'm not just saying this because I love you guys. That's dead truth. Uh, Frank knows himself. He's been here to my place and, uh, I'll yeah. tell you what, Quick Wick work. They do, they work each and every time. I haven't made any kindling in uh, this year since we started lighting the fire back in September, I haven't made one stick of kindling, and that's all thanks to you guys. I love you know the what, product. Joe? You know what, Joe? Uh, Junior, uh, Frank started this company 30 years ago. He's been grinding. He's got the world's best fire starter. And, uh, you know, we're just really blessed to, to take it to the next level, and that's what we've done over the last six, seven months. And, uh, you know, we're, so we're really, really super stoked to be uh, you know, it, it, it's a, it's corporate responsibility. We want to give back. We want to give back through your platform and through you guys and your great show. And uh, so, you know, we couldn't we couldn't ask for better partners as you guys. Well, and we are very proud to be uh, uh, that the, the quick wick at uh, the quick wick. Hey, say that five times fast after you uh, <laughs> after you do one or two. Um, but you know what? We got uh, just uh, like sixty seconds left. And then I got to throw back to Toronto and get everybody up to date on their news and highlights. Just want to reiterate, get to the Quick Wick Facebook page. Answer the question. You could win tonight. Uh, But definitely, if you are a race team here in Canada, I don't care if you're in B.C., any province in between here and uh, Newfoundland, uh, get to Quick Wick and uh, apply. You're going to be able to get an application and pick up a real cool sponsorship. Uh, and m- more power to you guys. We are going to be in touch lots to get things up to date as we go. David Lloyd, we got to thank you for joining us tonight. And don't, don't forget, like Sobeys, that's where you guys are going to start surfacing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too cool. David Lloyd from Quick Quick, thanks so much. Robbie Thompson out there in the Maritimes, you stay out of trouble, will you? And uh, Thank uh, you, fellas. We really appreciate all your help and really appreciate all you guys do for the motorsports community, and uh, we're glad to be part of it. Oh, dynamite stuff. Go through the applications. I know uh, it's going to be in good hands. Robbie Thompson, one of those solid racers uh, from here in Canada, going to help these guys out, uh, sort of plotted out from across the country. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. Pleasure. You betcha. Have a great day. You betcha. There they go. Uh, We are going to throw it back to Toronto now, get you up to date on news and highlights, and then Hour 2 begins tonight on Race Time. DJ Kennington on the other side. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. 
also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you for another full hour tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. Or maybe you're tuned in on the Performance Motorsportnetwork.com. That airs Rice Time Radio like two, three times a week. Welcome to all of you. Uh, how about uh, 98.9 XFM, Andy Ganesh? Or uh, Gearhead Country Radio also taking care of Race Time Radio and their listeners throughout the course of the week. Always available at racetimeradio.com on demand if you happen to have missed any part of the show and you want to go back and revisit it. Uh, maybe you just missed the big announcement. If you did, you can get back to racetimeradio.com or iTunes. iTunes, another spot that you can get Race Time Radio and soon to be on the SiriusXM app. Uh, all of those are all different ways, but if you want to listen to Race Time Radio live, you got to tune in to SiriusXM Channel 167 Canada Talks each and every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I say that. Next week, we won't be live. We're not even going to be on the air next week. Uh, we are getting preempted on the channel. Uh, we've got a lot of great sports content on our channel. And uh, we got double dip next week. we got the Raptors game that's going to be live here on Canada Talks. And right in behind that, we got the NHL game. So um, we're going to be preempted for one week. So Junior and I and Susie Q are going to take one week off. And then we're going to be able to preview Daytona and absolutely everything else. Get you all ready to go for the Daytona 500. And we'll do that for uh, two weeks. Uh, And then we're going to take a uh, two-week hiatus as we move out of this location. And uh, we don't know exactly, Junior, where we're going to just There's going to be a new studio somewhere. But we are going to have a brand new studio. Might be in the truck. Might we be. don't know. Might be. Hey, we do have a note here from Amanda Balson. Now, oh, do you? She says, yeah. don't forget to say go Bills. Go Bills. On the show. I don't know what she's oh, talking about. Who's the Bills? Probably What's the Bills? Buffalo Bills? Bills. Yeah. Bills? You know what? You know what? My dad. My dad, I, I my dad was go. still alive. He would be coming off the chip because he, he loved the Buffalo he would Bills. Be. I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The Bills. I just, I just wanted to poke and prod a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a football guy. No, I, I like not even close to being a football. Well, you're guy. the size of a linebacker. Sure. Yeah, but you're but, not a football guy. I mean, I mean, I just can't get behind it. No, no, and and really, the Bills, like they're Ever right on the other the side. Ever hear of the fridge? I, yeah, sure. Yeah. I've heard of the fridge. Did you? He yeah, was, I've, he was I a huge out, linebacker. I eat out of the fridge all the time. No, 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 no. I know you do. Hey, I. <laughs> There ain't no luck on that. Racing. Yeah. Racing is number one for me. Yeah, so. I know it is. Go Bills. I'm just kidding, Amanda. Oh, okay. But 
you know, it, it, they are the closest team to us. But to be honest with you, I kind of want to see Tom Brady go get it because it's pretty cool. It's a, the storyline is there. It's an exciting deal to see Tom Brady go after yeah. the, the the Super Bowl. You see how hear how dumb I was last week. Yes. I thought Tom Brady was still with New England. That's I, right. I didn't know he was with the Buccaneers. I know, but we're we're a racing show, people. That's okay. What do you say we get back <laughs> to that racing theme and we'll bring in how about a two-time NASCAR Pinty Series champion? He drives the number 17 Castrol Edge Dodge. He does a wonderful job at it and still probably riding the momentum of that last victory in the series uh, just a year ago or not even a year ago at Jucasa Motor Speedway. Let's welcome in DJ Kennington, shall we? What's going on there, Mr. DJ? How are you? What's going on, boys? How are you guys tonight? Uh, we're doing just sparkling, my friend. Just sparkling. Yeah. How about you? I'm doing all right. I actually was listening to you guys talk there, and I'm actually, I was sitting here, I just watched my my Toronto Maple Leafs win, get another two points. So that was good, and then I've been watching some football, and uh, like you say, uh, you know, go Bills, but uh, I don't know, it looks like Kansas City's uh, kind of got them covered right now, but um, I, I'm not a big football guy either, Joe, but I love watching it this time of year. And um, I kind of hope Kansas City wins just so I can see what Clint Boyer does. <laughs> oh man, the party would be big, wouldn't it? I wonder if Jeff Gordon. The party the would be big. Oh. It would be it would be quite the show. I, 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 love, I love watching his reactions and his stuff on Twitter and so on. He's absolutely hilarious and he's very passionate about his, his Kansas City Chiefs and I just I just love it. And he's about as passionate about his Chiefs as I am about the Leafs. So I get where he's coming from. DJ, correct me if I'm wrong. Clint Boyer would have a few and celebrate if his team won. And if his team didn't win, he would have a couple and uh, cry in his beer, but have another beer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there'd be a few dozen, not just a couple. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they, he cheers for he's, them, and you cheer for the Maple Leafs as hard as I cheer for Alex Tagliani. Yeah. That's yeah, how hard well, I cheer for him. That's your own problem, Joe. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. much wonder you're not much of a spotter for me. You're too busy watching Alex. That's right. That's right. I, I just like the guy. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's you a know? Guy. He's just a good dude. Yeah. He is a good dude. I like him, too. Before I ask you some racing questions, I got to ask you, did you build another, did you build, Chase, another one of those beautiful ice rinks in the back of that uh, uh, that 17 shop? Did you put another beautiful arena in in your backyard? Absolutely. We were out just about probably, I don't know, two hours ago shoveling her out, getting her ready for another go tomorrow. So, um, yeah, we've got a nice little hockey rink in the backyard, and Chase loves it, uh, spends a lot of time out there, and Sid likes it too, and uh, it's fun. It's, uh, it's just, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's kind of nice to have something to just go outside and have some fun. Now, I did see your crew chief's son. He was driving a mini sprint around in the snow <laughs> in his backyard. I see. That. Posted that on Facebook. Rick Verburn posted, uh, you know, a video of Ryan out there playing around uh, in a in a mini sprint. Now you can race on ice. We all know Derek White and Dexter Stacy and all those guys. <laughs> they they they've built a career on racing on ice out out in Quebec. Uh, does it double as as a mini sprint track as well? No, negative. Negative. <laughs> no, ice, too much the work. Ice, the ice is and I take great pride in trying to keep the ice nice. Ten four. So, Ten four. so no racing on the ice. <laughs> no, you can do that in the yard all he wants. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, get him good at hockey. The, stay away from the ice. Yeah, That's funny. Yeah, no kidding. Well, uh, we are with DJ Kennington. Uh, DJ, uh, the, the last couple of years you've been getting ready at this time of the year to take on the Daytona 500. Not so this year, or. 
Do you have any plans of going down there and surprising us tonight on race time? Because it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if you say, <laughs> "Well, as a matter of fact." Well, I wish, but uh, not this year. Uh, I mean, with everything that's gone on and so on, with uh, obviously the COVID and and so on, and the borders being closed, and on and on and on, it's just uh, it's a tough situation right now at the present time. So. We really didn't press too hard. I mean, obviously, I had some phone calls and some offers and talked to a lot of guys down there, and I still have a lot of friends that are, are doing it. And, uh, you know, I've talked with Marty, and uh, obviously he's got a good deal going on right now with Ty and uh, a great new car and so on. So I wish them the best of luck, and I've been talking with Rick Ware, and he's a good friend of mine. And there's all kinds of opportunities that uh, we're up there. But I just, you know, I've uh, kind of, I don't know if I'm, I'm smarter or, or uh, more mature or what, but uh, I really want to concentrate on our penny stuff. Um, hopefully things will get rolling here and uh, come May or whatever and see how everything goes here on this side of the border with the COVID and our lockdowns and so on. And uh, I just really want to concentrate and try to get this Castro Edge car in another championship. And I feel that uh, my team and uh, my sponsors deserve that. So it's going to be putting our eggs uh, kind of in one basket and uh, we're going to go for it. You know, uh, Joe and I were talking uh, at the beginning of the show when we were sort of saying who we got coming up tonight. And I alluded to that. I said, you know what? This is going to be different. You know, DJ not thinking Daytona and not, you know, being preoccupied with that. I know you, DJ, always put the work into your cars, uh, whether you're in it or you've got somebody else in it. I know they've been prepared properly and the thought and everything else has gone into it, even though you did Daytona and the Daytona 500. Uh, but you, you know, I, I knew you would do it, but this can't be good news for the rest of the race teams in the NASCAR Pinty series when you are a hundred percent focused now on getting prepared. I don't think that that's scary to me, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, uh, I, like I said, I take great pride in it. And, uh, you know, there's been a couple of years there where I haven't been satisfied, haven't been happy with the way we ran and. Um, we've had the two teams, so obviously myself and Andrew, and Andrew's done very well. Obviously got the championship there in 19, and um, I feel that uh, our program's in really good shape. Uh, obviously, I don't think Andrew will be back this year as a full-time. I think he will be running a few races with us. Um, hopefully sponsorship and so on comes through for that. And uh, But I do know that the Castro Edge Dodge is going to be ready to rock and roll, and we got uh, Spark Power on board with us as well, and uh, all of our regulars with Brian Cathcart and Blue Ride Transport and so on. So, um, I mean, CIM Metals, there's so many uh, of these little companies uh, that, uh, you know, they feel like they don't do a lot, but they do do a lot to help us do what we do. So, um, Canadian Linen, there's uh, all kinds of these uh, companies that are behind our race team that uh, make it happen for us. So, we're going to concentrate on trying to get them a championship and try to get them a few more wins. and. Hopefully everything will shake out real well, and uh, we've also kind of since we're going to be this side of the border still. I, I really enjoyed last year running the ABC series. Um, you know, uh, a few races here and there, and I think we're going to be putting together a brand new late model, and uh, you'll probably see us running a few of the ABC shows as well, especially if there's any weekends that uh, we can do both. That's cool. That's really exciting and, and great to hear. Uh, DJ, looking at, uh, you know, touching on it a little bit here. On uh, Last year, you, you, you went out there for the first couple races at Sunset and Flamborough, and, and, and you left there kind of, you know, gritting your teeth. But then we've seen 
probably one of the most triumphant, excited DJs uh, in Victory Lane at Jucasa last year. We heard lots of rumblings, and and we've heard lots of you know kind of behind the scenes looks at at, at the schedule uh, for next year. And and I know you can't necessarily release you know everything that's coming down the pipe, but does the schedule that that the owners are talking about on the background does it seem like it's a a, a good fit for DJK in in twenty twenty one? Absolutely. I mean, we're obviously talking about going back to Quebec, um, probably for one weekend. We're not sure when it'll be or, or which tracks. I really can't say, but uh, it's probably for a road course and uh, an oval at least, um, which is good. Uh, we do have a lot of Quebec support and Quebec drivers and so on. That I think it's important that the series is there. And, uh, you know, obviously I can imagine Jucasa will be on the schedule and, uh, you know, hopefully Flamborough again as well. And, there's talks already about the dirt rates uh, flying again for us in Oshwegan, so uh, that would be an exciting one. Um, and I, I, you know, CTMP uh, should be back on the schedule, I do believe, and uh, it's just kind of got to piece it all together. I think everybody's kind of waiting to see what happens with the lockdown going with COVID and so on, and what's going to be allowed, and if there is going to be fans, or what the deal is going to be. So um, I, I think it plays into plays into us. I mean, I love pretty much every track we go to. Um, I mean, I've struggled at a couple. I mean, we struggled big time at Sunset the last couple of times we've been there, but I, uh, I learned a heck of a lot when we were there this time uh, last year. And I, I, I've already kind of been putting that in the back of my, my head of uh, what we got to do to get better there, so hopefully we can. And, um, the rest of the racetracks, I feel like we've been competitive and close, and hopefully we can just step up a little bit more and get at it. Well, the good news is uh, guys like Kerry Mix, I see him turn 60, and uh, Mark Dilley, it was his birthday the other day. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, don't know how old Mark is now, but he's got to be getting up there kicking the throne, too, at Mark's 60. Real, Mark's real old. I, I texted him <laughs> on his birthday, Joe, and it was funny. I said, happy birthday, athlete. So, uh, and all I got was a, a big laugh back from him, so I, I'm not sure what he agreed with me or what, but... Uh, uh, the Bilster and I, we've raced a lot and uh, been around basically since the beginning of, of the cast car days. And uh, like I say, it's, none of us are getting any younger, unfortunately, but uh, that's the cool part for me, um, you know, seeing all these young guys and so on coming up to these series. That's why I enjoy going to race the ABC series and stuff as well. You know, we get to see some of the talent and some of the young guys that are out there that uh, are coming up through the ranks and are getting ready to kick our butts, you know, so... Um, it, it's cool to see that, and uh, motorsports needs that, so it, it's a cool deal. Now we did, you did touch on it, and, and obviously the rumblings are, are pretty big that that the dirt race should be back on. I don't know what weekend it it, it, it should be back on, but last year, you know, leading into the season, we we kind of had a you know a running joke between the NASCAR Pinties guys of who do you think is going to spin out first when we hit Oshweekin, like in practice, practice number one, who's going to be the first guy to go around? Now you said Jason Hathaway. We had Hathaway on the program last week, and he's not going to be driving next year, so. You you get to change your pick on who you think is going to loop it in. in, Brent in Taylor. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So okay. still still connected with with Jason Hathaway then. So you didn't you didn't step far away from that from from the first pick, uh, but think, we'll we'll, we'll have to go from there. On, on, they only know one speed. That's on the gas. So, um, I mean, uh, it's it's fun. Uh, we tested there for NASCAR the fifty series, and it was hilarious. Uh, it's different, man. It's, it's different in a, in, a, in a big, heavy stock car like that. And uh, 
it's going to be just fun. I mean, heck, I might be the first one. I don't know. So Well, now that you uh, made a pick like that, I look into my crystal ball, bet you 17 goes around yeah. first. <laughs> There's going to be a few guys gunning for you. Yeah. Or we don't hit nothing, we'll be good to go. That's right. No, 100%. <laughs> you should be fine at the big O. There's, uh, as long as you do that in the turn, you got a little runoff space. But don't be scorching it in there because you will end up at Glenn's house. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it should be a good show. Hopefully we can get it all in there because I think it would be cool, um, you know, for even television or hopefully there's fans there. That would be even better. So just looking forward to the whole season. I think everybody, uh, you know, I think everybody's just looking forward to this crap getting turned around. Um Businesses, sponsors, uh, small businesses, big businesses, it doesn't matter. Everybody, I think, wants to see this thing get better so that people can get back to their lives as normal. And uh, hopefully we can move on and uh, do it safely and uh, everybody can get out and enjoy the races. And I think everybody's uh, ready to get out and get some uh, rock and rolling done. Oh, can you imagine when everything finally turns back on? Race fans, I know there was talk and lots of people will say, well, you know, people will still be scared of COVID and everything else. I say hockey pucks to that. Uh, Fans are going to return to the racetracks like we have not seen in years, I do believe. Uh, As long as they roll up their sleeve, get a vaccination. Uh, You know what? Canada, we're we're pretty smart up here. If they told them they get a beer with a vaccination, everybody would line her up. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I just, like I said, I agree totally. And I think it's huge for our sponsors and stuff. I mean, obviously, with Castro being with me for so long and renewing again for two more years, and I'm just very fortunate to have them and to have them behind the series and behind myself and um, our race team. And I can't wait to try to get them back to a championship form, which they deserve to be. And had a good year last year. I mean, uh, it wasn't horrible. We had, uh, you know, we started off really bad the first race, and after that, we basically top five every race and almost top three every race. So. Um, Looking forward to it, really am. Uh, you know, we've been working hard in the shop. Uh, cars have been kind of almost ready to go. Like, we haven't uh, had to do a whole bunch because we didn't do a lot of racing. So, we've been working on a lot of hot rods with my dad's trying to get stuff done that's been torn apart for 30 years and we haven't had time to do it. So, um, trying to get that done for him and, uh, you know, just kind of enjoying that so that we can get full bore on race cars here and uh, race early. Absolutely. Uh, your last win came at Jucasa Motor Speedway. Uh, and I do want to mention uh, right now, actually, be good time with you here, DJ. Uh, we did see some very, very sad news this past weekend uh, with Ken Hill passing away, of course, co-owner at Jucasa Motor Speedway. And I know all of our thoughts and prayers are out to everyone at the Speedway. And, of course, uh, uh, Ken Hill's family uh, with, without mentioning, uh, it's just uh, Alex Nagy not only losing uh, a boss, but losing a friend, and it's just got to be heartbreaking. But uh, uh, yeah. it, it, that's one track that I know you absolutely love. We all do. Uh, it, it's going to look different without Ken Hill there. I know it's going to. Absolutely, it will. And uh, it looks different because of him, too. Um, I mean, he made uh, basically he took a, a racetrack that was almost well, was closed up. I mean, and turned it into uh, probably the nicest speedway we've got in Canada. One of them, that's for sure. And, um, it's too bad. Uh, a very successful man. I didn't know him that well, obviously, because I knew him from the racetrack and knew him from uh, meeting him there. And, um, like I say, you hate to see that happen to anybody or their family, obviously, especially for the Sutton. And uh, it's a horrible deal. And uh, I already texted Alex just to let him know that we're thinking about him. And, Hopefully we can uh, carry the racetrack on, and uh, obviously Kenny put a lot into it and cared about it a lot. So 
Uh, it's a very special place to be, and um, hopefully uh, we can carry it on for him, and uh, he can watch from up there in uh, a better place now. And uh, like I say, it's a it's a horrible situation, but uh, we'll we'll press on and uh, try to do it in his honor. Yeah, we all meet again one day. That's what I always say. Uh, whenever right. we lose somebody, uh, you know, we all meet again one day. And as long as we all keep that in mind. Uh, I believe we can make it till tomorrow, and I know Alex has got to be thinking that way. We will hear from Alex Nagy. Uh, I did reach out to Alex. Uh, He said, Joe, it's a little too early just yet, Uh, but when he feels comfortable, we will have Alex Nagy back on this show, and uh, we'll definitely all be able to share our thoughts uh, and prayers with him. But, uh, DJ, I wanted to mention that while we had you on air, because I know that was the site of your last victory, and I know you're itching to get back there. Uh, the championship will be won at that racetrack again. Uh, do you still got your notes from last year? <laughs> yeah, I sure do. I uh, love that racetrack. Uh, we've had some success there. and are doing well there as well, and uh, we just kind of seem to have it figured out. And we're concentrating on a lot of the other tracks that uh, we weren't very good at, and um, I'm excited to actually get back to some road racing. Uh, hopefully we can get that done too and, and make the series uh, what it, you know, but we're always kind of a wide variety of races, and I think that's what makes the Penny Series so good. And glad to see Penny's is back too. And uh, like I say, with uh, Joe and the boys, we're going to see uh, if we can't uh, get this thing back in victory lane and do some racing with the kids this summer too. Hopefully, get Chase and Ryan out there and, uh, in the micro sprints, and uh, even uh, Rick's brother Chris just got one for Dylan as well. So we got. My nephew and Chase, we're going to have quite a, a sprint car team, too, uh, out there, so we'll uh, be definitely having some fun. Maybe we'll make Joe come out, and uh, we won't let him spot for the kids, because I want them to learn right. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. There you go. There not even. Go. I'm not allowed. Oh, I'm not allowed to curse. Right. I'm not allowed to curse on the radio. I thought you hey. were back at the fridge. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say this. I will say this. You know, for the first two years I worked with DJK, we had to make our own sandwiches. You know, like at the racetrack, we yeah. used to like we used to have to open the meat and then open the cheese and put it on the bread. Yeah. Last year, DJ stepped up the game like huge, big time, huge. Came with, with pre-done sandwiches and and it, like they were made with love. They were yeah. amazing I sandwiches. Step, I didn't step up nothing. My wife did, and that's because well, of, that's because of COVID. We weren't allowed to touch all the meat. So Ten four. So I got to make my own next year. <laughs> Get ready for it. Yeah. All right, 10-4. Well, good part is. Thanks, Jamie. Good part is. <laughs> good part is. Pinty's wings, if you read the box, they are pre-cooked. Yes. So that means, that means you could just defrost them and pop them in, right? That's DJ, right. you can heat them up on the manifold. That's true. We could, we could do that. And then there'd be a fist fight between Bob and Joe for the chicken wings. We yeah. can't do that. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, too much fun. I'd break his hip. He's older than me. <laughs> DJ, DJ, you go back to that shop uh, and uh, get back to that rink with Chase. Enjoy the winter while it's here. Daytona's coming. We can all get that itch scratched. And then before we know it, we're all going to be vaccinated back to the track watching that Castro Edge Dodge. Sound good to you? I sure hope so, guys. I appreciate you having us on. And uh, like I say, everybody stay safe. And let's see everybody at the racetrack as soon as we can. Hey, stay away from Cathcart's uh, cottage up there. I don't want you blowing up his snowmobile. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Good call, Joe. I won't do that anymore. I'll stay away from both of you. DJ, thanks for the time, bud. All right, guys. Have a good night. That is always a guest we look forward to getting on this show. DJ Kennington, uh, truly a class act and a great dad, a great friend. uh, 
and a hell of a racer. Yes, absolutely. And a little bit, little bit of a backstory here. Oh, okay. Last year, little got little. got to spend a little bit of time. You know, he did with the family, and then as well with the team. We we spent a little bit of time up at Brian Cathcart's cottage, and and uh, he ended up blowing up a a, a sea dew. Oh, so that's why I'm saying don't go up there in the wintertime now, because <laughs> Cathcart's got to have a snowmobile. Yeah. He's he's in the Kawarthas. You got to have one up there. He won't be letting DJ anywhere near no, it. No, that's right. Well, no, he did. He unloaded a backup for the second time that he showed up. He unloaded a backup for backup sea dew. Oh, did he? Yeah. So uh, he he had one racked up and, and ready to go. So, but uh, it was it was pretty comical. Man, looking at at the season, you know, last year, um, uh, amazing job that Pinty's did and and the series did, uh, getting back to the track, getting on track, getting some time, uh, and 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 putting in the work that they did last year just to hold some races. Yeah. Um, the teams are rallying behind that, and by the sounds of it, all signs. You know, we've seen a little bit lower car count than we'd like, but there well, was yeah, we but were in we were in a really tough spot as oh, a yeah. series, um, and and but really the to hear all the names that are being tossed around of of coming back or racing the full deal or right. or stepping up their program, man, the list just keeps on growing and growing. Um, which is really positive news for the series, uh, really positive news for the guys who have so much invested into the series. You know, yeah. you look at these teams, and they are professional race teams, whether they're DJK or Steckley Racing or, or EHR. You know, we had, we had uh, Hathaway on the program uh, stepping up their program big for next year, and uh, just a, a tremendous amount of excitement heading into the year. Um, you know, and, and I think you're right. You touched on it there saying that, once the fans are allowed to go back to the racetrack, yep. I think we're going to see a boom like we've never seen before. Uh, and and I, I read an article in the Toronto Star uh, uh, over the course of the weekend on Saturday uh, just showing the amount of, of excess cash that, that families have saved across the country um, by not doing all the things that they that they would have done in right. 2020. Right, right. Um, the expendable cash you know, that, that didn't go into home renovations and things like that is still sitting there. And and the savings across the country is is sizable, um, so the the you know I think that the average race fan that would have seen one or two shows in the past, right. we might see them out to ten or twelve shows in in, in the near future. Um, and I really think that when you look at the teams and the placement, um, you would think that there'd be a lot of teams that are really in in trouble, and some of them are on the sponsorship side. But I think that. As everything comes back together, we're going to be in a really good spot as a racing community, um, not just here in Ontario, but I mean across the country. And uh, I'm really excited to see what we can expect to see out of the Pindy Series when that schedule is announced. Um, you know, of course, we've talked about it. We've seen it kind of off air, um, the, the, the background of it. And I think that the fans are going to be both shocked at it. And I think they're going to be really excited by it because there's a lot of stuff in there. Well, I've extended a, an invitation out to Sherry uh, Putnam yep. uh, from the NASCAR Penny Series. She said, as soon as we are set, uh, I'd love to join you on Race Time Radio. So we can look forward to Sherry coming on this show. But you got to put it out to the NASCAR officials. And how about Tony Spateri at uh, Pindy's uh, for hanging in there? Uh, last year, COVID, boom, you, we're not going to race, we're not going to race, boom, we're going to race. Yep. And they put a schedule together, and be damned, they raced. Yep. They raced without fans. That was uh, impossible to do, uh, but they did it. Yep. They did it, and now this year we're hoping for a fix. We're hoping for a better season. Um, I'm really hoping we end up with a roaring twenty. 
uh, Roaring 20s and not the dirty 30s. We're hoping for the Roaring 20s on the other side of this pandemic. And damn it, I think we're going to get it. I'm really hoping. Quick break. When we come back, how about a guy that Norris McDonald did a big write-up on in the paper? Uh, we got Dick Mahoney coming up on the other side of the break. Love talking to this man. Can't wait to get him on, and he's coming up next. Bonjour, ici Ando Ranger, coureur de la voiture 27. Vous écoutez Race Time Radio. I'm Andrew Ranger. You're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do too. They go big bulk shopping. Hey, I got 50 jars of duck sauce. We got eat duck sauce. But I got a good deal. To the insight of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated energy of the Mad Dog himself, Mad Dog. Christopher Russo. It's the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. From America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Taking you all the way to the track and back. And we are back with you live tonight. Thanks, Polar Bear, for bringing it back. That's Ken Wilhelm. So can't wait. we got so much coming up. Uh, just got to give it time. Uh, and then we will have more. But let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in. How about a crafty veteran behind the wheel of a race car? And I'm talking a real crafty veteran. This driver has driven everything from a Can-Am midget to a sprint car, to a wing car, to a non-wing car, to a USAC sprint, uh, to you name it. Uh, Dick Mahoney joins us live on the hotline. What's going on tonight, Dick? How you doing, my friend? Well, I'm just uh, watching the show and uh, find it very interesting. Good deal, good deal. I'm glad you tuned into it. Uh, Dickie, uh, you are one of those guys that I've been looking forward to talking to on this very program. 
Uh, you go back to the Pinecrest days when you started into this game, and, man, you're still going. Uh, tell us what it was like at the beginning stages. Well, well, Joe, I never, I never did race at Pinecrest. Oh, it wasn't Pinecrest? Uh, what track was it? Sutton. Sutton. Oh, there you go. I thought it was Pinecrest. No, I started at Sutton in 1961, and I bought a car for $75 from wow. uh, Manchester Auto Records. It was built by, you might remember the name, a guy by the name of Rick Scriver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minecraft. Yep, yep, Rick Scriver. And I ran I know that, that car for a couple of years. The problem was, the first year I had it, I was only 15, so I had to get my buddy to, to haul me to the track. <laughs> So, uh, sure. that that was a car, too, Dick, uh, with no fenders on the front of it, wasn't it? Yeah, you, what they were, it was a, they took all the fenders off, they took the back end, and they, uh, they cut the back end off, and they cut the door down, and that car was so safe that it, uh, the roll bars were made out of drive shafts. Nice. No kidding. Now, that would have yeah, been a heavy and, uh, car for, for, for back in the day. That would have been a heavy car, right? Oh yes, that's wild. Yes, and then then I went from there when I was just when the B bombs started to come in, and I bought one out of Pinecrest, uh, Joe Adams' car. It was a 95 J, a little thing with flathead Ford in it, and uh, once again I had a car built with uh, drive shafts for roll bars. Isn't that? And I am here to tell you that that is not the hot setup. <laughs> no, no. I, I I flipped that thing at Sutton, and the only thing that was left to hold the roof up was me. Wow! <laughs> Every weld broke. Oh, so man. since then, I've been very careful what I what I get into. I wouldn't doubt it, and you probably changed manufacturers. Yes, I did, <laughs> and I, I ran the beat bombs for a while, and then. I was just in at 67. I was supposed to drive the bad boy car for uh, Bob Van at Sutton and Wasega, whenever they were running the B-bombs. And I was in a very serious truck accident and tore up pretty bad. So I never got to race from 67 until 81. And, uh... and uh, I... Went to was I was going to the races and watching and everything and, and getting all excited, but I really didn't want a late model. Right. And I went to Barry one night, and the Can Am midgets were there, and uh, I owned one by Monday night. <laughs> and that's, that's cool. how you got into the the, the Can Am midget end of things. Now back yeah. in those days, you would have had guys like oh Albert Banyan would have been running, and you would have had Harry Macy in the car probably back then. Oh yes, but I, I, they're very good friends. In fact, I drove for Harry a few times after he retired. Really? Yeah, good man. Good man he was. Oh, uh, an excellent, excellent, and Albert too. And Albert is still, still running around the infield for the Can Am. Oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yep, yeah. When absolutely. there's a Can Am midget race, you can bet Albert Banyard and his daughter, of course, uh, they're all still there. Uh, they they love the club and. Dick, really, that's where I caught up with you in 1994. I remember it quite well. Uh, watching you come through the gate, and I got a chance to meet 
uh, Dick Mahoney. Uh, and, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. You had a storied career in the, in the Can-Am Midgets. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, uh, I was always in the hunt, but I, I didn't have the time to put into the car to, to the maintenance and the, the setups and everything due to the fact I had my own business. So, but I, I ran the best I could, but I had fun. That's one thing I said. I had fun. And I drove for a gentleman years ago at Sutton Speedway. And he said, you know, we don't have to win every day we're here. But he says, they got to know we were here. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's part of the show, right? It's the. Yep. You, you, you got you to let them know you're, you're here. Yep. And Ma- I did. Make your own waves. That's yeah, the, one way or another. That's right. It's, sometimes it's not so good a way. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, uh, you know, I, I always get a kick out of, uh, like, I've, I've, probably talked to you 150 times both around a campfire or up against the fence at Sobble Speedway um, but looking at at the you know your history within the sport and looking you know you spent a lot of time uh, obviously in the Can-Am Midgets and and on the asphalt side of things and then you've also you know over the past 10 to 15 years uh, spent now a majority of your time on on the dirt side of things um, the the state of the sport, what, what is a guy like you that's been involved in the sport for such a long time, uh, where is the state of the sport, both on asphalt and on dirt, on the, on the Saturday night side of things? Well, I'm a little partial to the dirt, and I really think uh, the dirt has picked up tremendously in popularity among people. It... Uh, with people like Kyle Larson, they're they're putting dirt tracks on the map. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if you look at the uh, attendance when we would be at Brighton with the SOS or at South Buxton or any of those tracks, and you'd look into the stands and they'd be jammed full. And uh, I, I think that the dirt is making, I don't know whether you call it a comeback or it's just sort of, getting far more popular. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Now, would you attribute that, you know, we've we've talked about this probably, you know, lots of times on the show on on the program here. Um and and you look at at, you know, talking about getting an old B mod or, or or an old a bomber, you know, back in the day, an old street stock, a late model, whatever it might be. Um, the, back in the day, there was only a, a handful of classes on the asphalt side of things. There was the new age car, right? And then there was the old modified style car. Uh, there was, you know, the Can-Am Midget was a, was a touring type of deal. There was only, you know, a handful of classes, call it five to eight classes right back in the right. day. And, and that's, that's, that's kind of what we see on dirt today, right? There's only a handful of classes that race mm-hmm. on dirt. And, and, but on asphalt, there are hundreds of classes, it seems, across the country. If you, if you totaled up the amount of classes and divisions in both Canada and the United States, I bet you'd, you'd have over 200 different styles of cars yeah, on asphalt. Way up there. But on dirt, you probably only have 20 total across the entire country. Oh, yes. And, and would, you, would you kind of attribute it a little bit to that as well? Well, yes. And that's for the promoter's point of view. You get all these different classes for the asphalt, and then so you end up with ten cars and seven cars. And but you got three classes. You got twenty-one cars, but they're three different uh, classes, and you don't dare run them together. Exactly. 
for sure. And I guess the rule book too, right? Back when you started your career in 1961, tell me how thick was the rule book back in those days? I, I don't believe we had one. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking. There was no rule book. It wasn't until all of a sudden, you know, the manufacturers of not only race cars, but, uh, the, you know, the high-performance stuff started being manufactured for the actual racing world. That's when the rule books all started to be built. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I can remember Pinecrest always had the rules, but it was only about one page, and I think... The same with the exhibition or any of those things. Now, like everybody's got page after page after page after page. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. and uh, you know, uh, back in the day, I bet you uh, it would have been more safety related that those that that page would have been about, right? Because guys were literally being killed on short tracks uh, in those days. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I said I bought my first race car for $75. You can't even buy a seat now, a good seat for less than 500 Exactly. <laughs> or a tire. Or a tire to go oh. race with, right? Yeah. Tires are tires are what uh, holds a lot of people back that want to go racing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Now, uh, not only are you known for sprint car racing, but you're also known uh, with the USAC sprint cars. you got a silver crown car, too. Yeah, well, my silver crown car, it's a vintage car, really. I, I pretty well got it all restored. It's an 89 Oz car that was originally owned by Jarrett Farms down in uh, Ohio. And Steve Butler drove it. And he won the USAC championship, I do believe, in 92 or 3. Now, is, is that believe Steve? Believe it or not, this car still holds the record. At the uh, Hoosier 100 in really? Indianapolis on the mild dirt of 31, uh, 379. Kyle Larson this year set 31, 426. So my car still got the record. Wow. Really? Was that Steve in the car that did it? Pardon? Was it Steve in the car that did it? No, it was Johnny Parsons Jr. No, Johnny okay. Parsons in that very car. In that very car. Isn't that cool? There's some history for you. And uh, uh, I, I know, Dick, that uh, we, we'd love to get you, uh, when you're out and about, we'd love to see those cars. I, I know you and I talked off air of potentially getting your cars up to Sobble Speedway one night so fans can get a chance to have a look at them. Yeah, I'd, I'd be only too happy to bring it up. In fact, I'd be even happy to do a couple of hot laps. That's cool. Oh, you know what? We'd let you do to, that. To be honest with you, the first time I ever seen a a sprint car. Now, like I, the first time I ever seen a sprint car race was at Volusia County. Right? right. That, that was the first time I talk about it on the show. It was like a religious experience watching a four ten sprint car go by the the causeway at Volusia County was one of the coolest moments in my motorsports career. I I can remember it vividly and and would go back there in a heartbeat just for that sight alone and the sound and all that stuff but the first time i ever seen a sprint car was your car the 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 yellow number 90 yep. right you brought a 410 sprint uh, actually i think it was a 360 sprint it was but, 360 yeah you brought it number was 79 was 79 yeah. that's right it was a yellow car though 
and and you you brought that car to to Sobel Speedway, and uh, I was blown away because I'd only ever seen them on TV. I thought they were you know similar to the size of a Can Am Midget. Um, you know, I, I I was blown away at the size of it. You know, just the the sheer the muscle behind what a sprint car is. And it, I say that to a lot of fans like that have seen them. They've seen pictures. They've seen them go on the internet or or on TV wherever they might might have seen them. If they haven't seen them in person, it's it's an incredible experience just to walk up and see a sprint oh. car for the first time, and and to to see them go, to hear them fire up, uh, to to hear the the sheer power that they have um, is just incredible. Now, Dick, do you have a a, a favorite racetrack that you've been to with a sprint car? Um, that that you would recommend to anybody to go see it as a fan or, or to go try it out? Well, the premier track around here now is really a Schwegen Speedway. Yep. But I'm partial to Brighton Speedway for some reason. Ah. It just reminds me of grassroots racing. It's a bull ring, and, uh, it's just, and everybody... Everybody is so friendly there. The fans are uh, fantastic. They come to the pits after the races and talk to you and get a get a hero card or buy a T-shirt or whatever. It's just and just talk to you. Say, boy, we really enjoyed that race tonight. Or, oh, you seem to have a few problems. Is everything okay now? Just. Just excellent people. Yeah. Mark and Angie uh, uh, Rinaldi do a tremendous job at Brighton Speedway. A lot of good owners on dirt. Yep. Yeah, well, everybody. I can't think of any track that uh, we didn't like. I remember one night at uh, St. Catharines at uh, Merrittville. Mm. The races were all over. I was loading up my car, and people were coming in getting hero cards and everything. I think I'd had a good night. I think Warren won the feature, and I finished third or fourth or something. guy come up to me, and he said, give me one of those pictures. And I said, okay, here you go. So I signed it for him. He said, you won't remember me. He says, I used to watch you at Sutton. I thought, boy, this guy's got to be old. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You'd have fans everywhere across this country. I can bet it, Dick Mahoney. Uh, you know what? This has been great catching up with you. I know we look forward to seeing you maybe this summer up at Sobel Speedway. I also well, know from talking to you off air uh, that you got a little bit of health stuff that you got to tend to, uh, but you're going to get it all sorted out, my friend, and then you're going to be all good to go. Oh, I'm hoping so. I have got a race in... Uh in the 2021 series years, because that'll give me seven decades that I've been in a race car. You're Canada's version of Red Farmer. That's yeah. that's that's who you are. Right? Yeah. Like when you look at at you know the 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 history, the knowledge, the passion for the sport, the the ability. Number one, oh, you know yeah. the the ability still to to have it. Um, you know it it is is definitely impressive and 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 you know i i've heard it from numerous people that you are canada's version of red farmer and uh it's uh it's pretty cool to uh, to know you to call you a friend and and uh it'll be really interesting to uh, to see what you can do and and hopefully uh you know best of luck with everything on on the health side and uh you know make sure you uh make sure you come up and and uh and see us at sobble Right. Well, I, I would be coming up anyway because I have some friends that run in that outlaw midget thing. Okay, yep. Good deal. The, the Bradleys. For sure. And I, I make them up. And I'd like to bring the Silver Crown car because 
if you thought the sprint car would be, wait till you see this thing with a 75-gallon fuel cell on it. <laughs> I'd look forward 100%. to it. You bring it along, Dick. Absolutely. Uh, you'd be right. welcome. Okay, well, you keep in touch and you let me know when you want me to come up. That sounds awesome. Dick Mahoney, right there. Thanks so much for joining us, my friend. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. Uh, dynamite guy, dynamite racer, and I know uh, I look forward to seeing not only that silver crown car. I didn't know the history behind that. That is huge. That is definitely pretty cool. And, and you know, the the he's he's been a part of the sport for for so long and you know I, there's so much history in the can-am midget division oh, you know when you man. when you walk over and talk to them like obviously you know you, you sit up in the grandstands and you watch them go there's a lot of technology on the racetrack a lot of new age stuff but when when you walk over and you talk to some of the guys that have been involved in that series for a long time and and it is incredible the stories that they have just and and really the the you know the hand that they have on on the actual motorsports community. Um, the name that the names that come out of that series are, are incredible, and and uh, I love I love every second of when the Canada Midgets roll into the racetrack. Final break of the night. We'll come back. Stay with us. Hi, this is Tony Stewart, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com from two wheels to four, and so much more. Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use it quick, quick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Perfect! Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels. 
the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Race Time Radio is back. Once again, Joe Chisholm. And we are back with you live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hello. Uh, you have missed a pile of show tonight, I might add. Uh, and you can go back and revisit it. Uh, just get to racetimeradio.com or iTunes uh, and search Racetime Radio if you go to iTunes. If you go to racetimeradio.com, you don't need to search anything in about oh, an hour or so. I know Susie Q will have the show loaded up there. Um, for your listening, whenever you are ready, uh, you can feel free to give that a click. Uh, tonight, here, I'll give you a little highlight of what you missed. Quick Quick was on here. David Lloyd and Robbie Thompson were on here. Announced a national, a national motorsports program uh, for drivers, uh, whether you're in a mini stock or a, a sprint car or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, anything in uh, motorsports, um, they are, they're, they're launching a program. A national program that goes from BC all the way out to Newfoundland, um, and the, they've got applications. Uh, you can get one of those applications and apply. Um, the program, all the layout for the program. Uh, David Lloyd did a great job tonight laying it all out. You can get to their Facebook page. Just go to Quick Quick's Facebook page. Uh, they did a little contest there tonight. Probably uh, got a winner already, but if not, uh, you can see the question there. Answer it. Uh, you get a chance to win some product. Or uh, how about this? Maybe you want to apply and get a sponsorship for your race team. Uh, they are going to take selected applications strategically laid out across the country. And uh, they're going to make you smile. I can guarantee it with $5,000 worth of Quick Quick product. Um, and you'll see all the details. If you're a race team, check it out. Get to quickquick.com uh, or Quick Quick on Facebook. Uh, and you will get all the details. We'll also have the links. I know Susie will be on that. Um, but we also heard from Raphael Lazard tonight. He's ready to go with his GMS truck. Daytona right around the corner. DJ Kennington also getting his Castrol Edge Dodge ready to go for the NASCAR Pinty Series. And, of course, we just heard from Dick Mahoney, uh, sprint car driver, um, and hoping to get another race in this year. Got a couple health concerns there that he's got to get ironed out before he jumps back into that sprint car. But watch out. Uh, he's going to get them all ironed out. I know Dickie quite well. He's going to get them ironed out, and watch out. You'll see him at the track, uh, and hopefully we'll see him up at Sobble Speedway. If you happen to be a fan up this way, uh, Dick's going to bring up that Silver Crown car uh, and maybe even a sprint car. You never know. And maybe even do a couple of hot laps. We'll see if we can get him to jump in and give us a little bit of a show. But that's what's on the show tonight that you may have missed here on Sirius XM. I also want to let you know, next Sunday night, we are not going to be on the air. Uh, here on the channel, we got some great sports programming. we got the Raptors coming at you next Sunday night and an NHL hockey game. So you don't want to miss either one of those. Uh, time those Duncan basketball guys got the, the, the ball in the net and started on a winning streak. Uh, it'll all start with Canadian support, and uh, that's next week. And then the NHL, uh, another great game. And then we are going to be back with you in two weeks. And when we do come back, I know we got Nick Monster is going to join us. 
Junior, you know Nick quite well. What does he got going on now? What's that called? Racing Warehouse? Yeah, the Racing Warehouse. It's pretty cool. It's uh, uh, I urge everybody to check it out on Facebook. But uh, they sell sheet metal, you know, from race cars. Like, uh, from torn the, up race from, cars? From, from, uh, torn up or or just cut apart race Replaced. cars. Um, uh, you We're know, talking from, Sprint Cup cars yeah, too, right? Yeah, well, it's not Sprint Cup anymore. T- remember, remember the oh, conversation yeah. earlier? Yeah, I yeah, called yeah, it the yeah. Craftsman Truck Series. Uh, okay. it, but from, from the NASCAR Cup Series, from the Xfinity series uh they even have some late model stuff you know uh they've got uh they've got, they've any got, they, they've got a bunch of stuff no they don't they don't oh, have any Nikki, stuff. Nikki. but but they definitely should a canadian um, office coming up but uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> nick mantra is gonna join us that's on cool. our return show yeah they've got some really cool stuff check out the racing warehouse on uh on facebook uh they've got a huge group there's like thirty thousand people but it's the racing warehouse and uh it's definitely pretty cool yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff auctions and stuff they that's do auctions cool. they do you know for sale items as yeah. well they sell some items uh you know for for a a certain cost and uh but they have really neat stuff there's it, you could spend an hour just scrolling through their facebook of oh, cool yeah. stuff and we'll get nick on and he will explain it all Absolutely. to you properly but uh nick monster gonna join us what do you got yesterday new smyrna posted a really cool oh, uh item the world series. on yep but uh getting ready for the world series and and they posted a really cool tweet yesterday um yesterday afternoon uh it's just 14 days remain until the 2021 world series so now it's 13 days right uh, because we record on a sunday but uh, uh did you know that in a two-year period junior hanley won 14 races ah. he holds the record with 48 career late model series wins at the world series yeah and has two championships to go along with it yeah. but 48 wins junior 48. hanley has down there oh, yeah. uh he holds the the record on the late model side for for wins at the world series i, I did not I, know that i think i was there for 40 of them yeah yeah we were there for a lot of them that's oh for, sure. for a ton of them i was yep. there when not not when he got in but i can tell you i was there when he got out yeah yeah and uh love seeing junior hanley normally catch up with him at flamborough speedway and uh, with the grace of God, we'll catch up with Junior Hanley once again. Maybe get him on the show one night. Junior is a good guy. He talks to me, but he is kind of shy. He but uh, I might be able to he twist does. his arm and get him on the uh, on race time one of these nights. It well, I'll cool. try. Yeah, I will try. For sure. Um, but we got lots coming at you. Oh, I also want to mention Daytona testing. Um, for Saturday's results, the final day of testing, top three cars, Venturini Motorsports. No surprise there, Junior. Uh, those guys, uh, Venturini, lighten her up. They're going to be fast when they get back to the World Center of uh, Racing. Yeah, absolutely. World, they they have, you know, they they are Daytona <laughs> right they now. Are. They are. Uh, but when you talk, when you talk GMS, when you talk, uh, you know, all the new stuff coming down the pipe with DGR and those guys, there's there's a tremendous amount of competition. Um, mm. th- and and I hope that they see a good car count this year at Daytona. Uh, um, Forty nine, I want to say and, on Friday. Yeah. Thirty six. But there Saturday. was a lot of cars there that were that were doubled. that were doubled, tripled, yes. and even quadrupled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of different drivers driving the same car, trying to get approvals and stuff like that. But uh, uh, you know, by by all accounts, it looks like they're going to have like thirty six to to thirty eight uh, ARCA cars there for the the ARCA two hundred. Um, it, it should be a really interesting program down there, and and. And uh, by, by all accounts, it looks like it's going to be a, a revitalized car count for sure. On our return show, we'll have our yearly discussion, at least I hope to, with Joe Wells, competition director of the Arkham Menard Series. We'll try and get Joe on this show. Uh, of course, not here next week, but the week after, we will be back with you live on Race Time. 
But that is going to do it for Junior. I am Joe Chisholm, Senior. I hate saying that part. He's Junior. I'm Senior. And, of course, Susie right here in the Race Time Radio studio. Got to thank our friends back at Sirius XM in Toronto. I believe it's Scotty, but who knows today. It may be Scotty, maybe not. Uh, But thank you to all of our friends at Sirius XM. Uh, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And uh, thank all of you for tuning in tonight. Uh, Don't forget you can go back and listen to Race Time at your leisure. Just get to racetimeradio.com and uh, click away. But you got to give us about an hour and we'll get it uploaded. And, of course, all the other outlets that play Race Time Radio throughout the course of the week. We got Daytona coming at you, and we are going to get you all set and ready to go for the next Daytona 500, the trucks, the Xfinity Series. Alex Labbe will have news, at least we hope. Oh, so much to look forward to, but that does it for us tonight. Back to you in Toronto. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.